The Greenwood and Mulliner Show is proudly sponsored by Casa San Lorenzo Gosforth, the best Italian cuisine in the Northeast. Reserve a table today on 0191213 or visit casasanlorenzo.co.uk. Newcastle Fans TV. All right, everyone, welcome back to a very special episode of the Greenwood and Mulliner Show with your host this evening, myself, Matt Livingston. A very special Christmas episode that will involve a quiz a little bit later on. So get your pens and papers at the ready. But before that, just time for a little catch up with the lads themselves. Johnny, Sam, how are you, lads? Long time no see. Hello, mate. Yeah, very much long time no see. It's good to see you, Matthew. Very good to see you. How have you been? I've been good, mate. Yeah, working hard. Some might say hardly working, but, you know, thought we'd get the gang back together for a nice Christmas reunion. You've been all right, Sam? Keeping yourself busy? Yeah, I've been listening to you intently, introducing MasterChef and RuPaul's Drag Race and reruns of EastEnders. And, and fans of the, of the, the audio podcast will recognise your dulcet tones because you do all of our voiceovers free of charge, which is, which is very nice of you. Don't go shouting that out because I do charge at a certain rate for certain people that aren't my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I am available for hire, by the way, if anyone needs a, a dulcet Geordie tone to, to voiceover or anything like You're that. You're on the but, BBC um... gravy train. You don't need it. <laughs> I wish, I wish. Uh, I mean, uh, happy Christmas, lads, first of all. We're, we're almost at the big day now. Are you excited? Just got, got a lot of plans, spending time with the family, the friends? Oh, very much so. Very much so. Got Growing up with my mums and uh, got, a bit, got a few of the family coming around as well. And then Boxing Day, undecided what to do, whether I'm going to Leicester away or not. I have a ticket, don't know whether I'm going or not. So we'll see what happens. What about you, Sam? Yeah, I'm off work for the week, which is which is very unusual, very unusual. For the, I'm off Christmas week for the first time in ten years, so I don't know what to do with myself. So plenty of time with the the kids. My house will be a zoo, so it'll be lovely, I'm sure. Yes, and uh, of course Newcastle back in action as well. Um, you know we mentioned that Boxing Day game. I'll be up for the Leeds game on New Year's Eve. How excited are you for the tune to be back in action, Johnny? Oh, very much so. I, 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 to be fair, I like the World Cup. I, I, I thought the World Cup was there was some really good games, particularly the final. That was an incredible occasion. It really, really was. I think England were a little bit unlucky not to get past France in the quarters, but that's another story. But yeah, it's it, Newcastle United. Look, let's be honest. We all love Newcastle so much. We all want Newcastle to do so well. And when they're doing so well, and you can't watch them, it's a lot harder. So <laughs> good to have them back. Um, and yeah, can't wait for Premier League action on Boxing Day. Well, I know enough this is going out after Boxing Day, but it's uh, it's nice to say the least. Yeah, and go on. Sorry, Sam, you look like you wanted to say something there. You wanted to chip in. No, I just echo Johnny's thoughts, apart from the fact I didn't really like the World Cup in November, no. December. No. no, no, no. November, December is a time for cold evenings at, at, at Premier League grounds, not... Not not watching Qatar versus Netherlands or some other such guff. But there was a few good games in there, of course there was, and I'm very pleased Messi won the World Cup, but I'd rather us win the Carabao Cup. I'm sure Lee would agree. Of course, it's club first, country somewhere, not even second, you know, yeah. down the line. Um, but, of course, Newcastle back in action. January transfer market around the, the corner as well. You know, a lot of talk about that. James Madison didn't get a minute at the World Cup. He's been strongly linked with the club, as we know. Maybe we'll see some players come in the door 
in the January transfer market. And maybe, Johnny, we'll get European football. Oh, I'd love to say European football, but there is some, I've got some, there's some sources coming to me, Matt. Actually, I think, I don't know what kind of sources. It might be, but I've got a few, there's a couple of sources that are telling me that we might see Sam on a, a particular transfer show in the new year. But uh, we can't confirm or deny this speculation, of course. But all I would say to our listeners and maybe our viewers down the line, just keep, just keep watching, keep watching television on a particular channel. You know, sky's the limit for some people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't all, can't all be on that gravy train, can we, Matt? You've got to. Some, some of us, are, some of us are too edgy for the BBC. Some of us. <laughs> Some of us are too unproducible for for the Beeb, and uh, although I have been on Five Live with Ellie Aldroyd, have you met Ellie Aldroyd? I've not, no, but I'm sure she's wonderful. She's brilliant. The way she cut me off to go to the Five Live news. <laughs> You're still not bitter about that or anything? Meeting one of your no, 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 no. It wasn't. I'm not. No, I was just in. I was in awe. I wasn't bitter. I was in awe of just just sheer professionalism, broadcast prowess. Matt, he's yeah, going well, to like mention Unai Emery in a second. Oh no, 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 He might have been, but you know, we all lived happily ever after, uh, apart from Unai Emery, who now has to live in in an s hole part of the UK. Oh, some would know more. Not than far other. from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely stuff. Well, that that's old war wound, Sam. We'll forgive and forget. Christmas is a time for for fresh starts, so we'll forgive and forget the any mistakes you may have made. Uh, on a national radio service or anywhere else for that matter. So uh, You went on there and said you wanted Max Ahrens from Norwich. I did. And I, Adrian I, I, Charles was stunned. He was, but this was before, it was before we signed Trippier, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was tra- yeah. I think oh. it was before Eddie Howe as well. Yeah, yeah. This was, uh, when the take- I think it was when the takeover had gone through, but literally mm. everything else was up in the air at the time. So you can forgive my... Uh, shallow nearsightedness but i still think he's a good player you know nowhere near trippier but anyway i've never said anything stupid in front of the big boys to be honest yeah never never once no i'm sure people in the comments can let us know the uh some famous johnny quote (laughs) i'm sure they will (laughs) (laughs) from years gone by well i mentioned earlier on there is a quiz coming our way very shortly lads you don't know anything about it i've prepared it entirely myself it's not the longest quiz in the world but i'm hopefully hoping that it can jog some memories of, of past Greenwood and Mulliner shows, and also you're just your time on Newcastle Fans TV as well. Are you excited? Are you ready to go head to head? Yeah, it's a quiz I want to win. <laughs> I'm just here for the fun. I'm just here to take part. No, the competitive. What, competitive what does the winner get? What does the winner get? Bragging rights till next year. No, I I, I want to do one yeah. of your traffic and travel reports on Radio South Yorkshire. I'll see what we can do, um, but no promises there, unfortunately. Um, well. The the quiz is going to work one of two ways, lads. I'll let you decide. You can either um, play against each other, no discussion. You know, there'll be questions put. There'll be multiple choice questions, uh, and there will be questions that require just no no prompting whatsoever. Um, so you can either go directly head to head straight away, or you can work together and you will score points as a team and myself as the quiz master will score points against you instead. And obviously everyone playing at home can score themselves as well. How would you like to play it, lads? Greenwood, Greenwood versus Mulliner. We did we did we did Dart, we did pull, we did what else have we done where we've battled? I think well the darts on your head, 
the pool I've managed to redeem myself. Yeah. So, so I, I think, yeah, so it's 1-1 one, on one the pool. Darts, you're 2 nil up in terms of best of three games. We need, we need to do a karaoke one in Cozy Joe's. <laughs> well, I, well here's, here's a little story for all our listeners and viewers, right? We, last time that me and Sam went to Cozy Joe's in Newcastle, we brought a very special guest with us, Liam Kerr, by the way. What a man. What a man. <laughs> the man with the legend, you know, Mr. Kerr himself. And we were in Cozy Joe's and we we're upstairs waiting for karaoke songs to appear for one of us. And there was a former Sunderland player. Former Sunderland captain. Former Sunderland captain pissed as a fart, trying to chat up every single last note of man. Getting allegedly, 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 getting And some would say, Jonathan, I've allegedly never seen such desperation in all my life. (laughs) All I'm saying, all I'm saying, will not will not reveal the true identity. All I'm saying, he used a former Sunderland captain that played in the midfield, and every Newcastle fan hated him. That's all I'm saying. If we're thinking of the same, well, I don't know who this is, but if we're thinking of the same person, I've met this bloke um, while I was working in a, a particular shop and he was really lovely, um, even though I really hated who he was on the pitch and hated everything he stood for. Come on then, come on, really then. Nice. come on then, come on then, who do you think there is? Well, I don't. I don't want to. It was. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get in anyone in legal trouble here, myself or doesn't you. Doesn't want to jeopardize his place at the BBC. <laughs> he doesn't want to work uh, for Channel Four, does he? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, no, it was good. But uh, that night, um, well, Liam Kerr was the um, the the cause of. I mean, I don't know if you've watched uh, Lee Clark live at Casa San Lorenzo, um, but I had a. I had a stinking hangover that day, and that was all Liam's fault. I yeah. was, I was Johnny can testify. I didn't perk up till about an hour before the kickoff of the Chelsea game the next day. <laughs> um, I was, I was a shell of a man. But we did have to leave Cozy Joe's because there was a woman in there that was absolutely murdering common people by pulp. And, and to be honest, it got a bit upsetting. <laughs> well, uh, you're the, the epitome of professionalism, as always, Sam. So, uh, very well done for. Nailing a few pre-interview pints. So you've had Lee on the show before, though. I'm sure he's very understanding. Oh, he's just the best. He is. He is. Now, he may or may not make an appearance in this quiz. So we'll see, won't we? Uh, that's a nice little segue to take us into it. Right then, play along at home if you like. Get Put your answers down in the comments. Uh, the first round will be multiple choice. And the first round will be who said it. So these are all going to be quotes from the Greenwood and Molina show from the very first episode all the way up to the most recent episode. And you will have to tell me who said it. There will be four options per question as to who it was. They've all been guests on the Greenwood Muller show at some point. And you have to tell me who it is. So like I say, play along at home. Let us know in the comments who you think it is before the answer is revealed. And of course, Johnny and Sam, you will be playing along as well. So question number one, quote number one is... Des Hamilton was brought in as my replacement. I must have been absolutely useless. That's quote number one. Any ideas before we see the answers, lads? I don't know if you want to oh, shout yes. them out and uh, give just it a bit, mate. Just yes. a bit. Confident. Confident. Okay. Well, I thought I'd start you off with quite an easy, obvious one. They might all be easy and obvious, depending on how good your memory is. But is it A. Warren Barton, B. Lee Clark, C. Nobby Solano, or D. Keith Gillespie? Five seconds on the clock, no clock to be spoken of, so I'll just count in my head. Could you imagine if Des Hamilton replaced Norberto Solano? 
could you could you imagine that? Could you imagine thinking that Keith Gillespie, you interviewed Keith Gillespie, right, and then you say that he played in an FA Cup final, but he never played in it. (laughs) Yeah, that was like that was that was over two years ago. And he's still not letting you forget it. Best moment of my life. To be honest, I've still not spoken to Keith since. Um... (laughs) I'm not surprised if I hadn't played in an FA Cup final, I'd be better about it too. Um... Well, either way. (laughs) It, it it it's it's Lee Clark, isn't it? Well, Sam, you're saying Lee Clark. Johnny, are you agreeing or disagreeing? Lee Clark. Lee Clark. I'd like to find out, shall we? Is it Lee Clark? You're absolutely right. It was from all the way back in episode six. That was a, a fairly long time ago, lads. But he was the first former player that you had on at the time, I believe. Were you a bit starstruck at the time or was it just kind of take a deep breath, let it settle in? He's just a bloke at the end of the day. Or were you a bit like, oh, my God, this is an old Newcastle player I used to watch? It was a memorable day, Matt, because the day we interviewed Lee Clark the first time on episode six. So we interviewed him earlier, early afternoon. It was live on the channel as well. And it went really well, and he was fantastic with us, to be fair. We, I think he was one of our first Newcastle players, if not the first, as you've mentioned. But later on that afternoon, and me, Sam and Lee did a, a separate video. It was rating the players. And mm. halfway through, Sam must have had, I don't know, his phone next to him or the telly next to him. And the breaking news that day was that the takeover was off. PIF oh. had pulled out. So it, that, that episode, I'm sure Sam can testify was a was a memorable day when you consider everything that happened i forgot that that was we had lee clark that morning actually because i knew we would we were doing like the like the scoring players video when when the news broke but i completely forgot that we'd done we'd already done that because this was during this was peak lockdown wasn't it yeah yeah so yeah wow but yeah i remember because it was one of the early shows like and we're still getting we were still getting to grips with like the software we use for stuff. Mm. And then like halfway through the show, like Lee's phone rang, which like completely cut him off. And we were like, uh, what do we do? What do we do? And then he comes back and he was like, Oh, sorry, just my phone rang us. <laughs> and then and then everything was fine. But Lee Clark is one of the most funniest, real, no BS. What you see is what you get, great bloke. That, yeah. that 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 you that you saw on both episodes with us. He's sound as a pound. He's brilliant. I was going to say you've had him on since. He's in, and both chats have been excellent. He's, it's nice to have a, a former player just be so personable and just a likable bloke as well. Yeah, hundred percent. He was like Sam said, especially the Cats of San Lorenzo episode. It was a uh, he was brilliant. He really, really was. You know, I, I always say to my guests, "It's a little secret." I go, "Is there anything that you don't want to be asked?" And he said, "No, you can ask me anything you want." Brilliant. Right. That's like an open book. Go for it. That's brilliant. Really, really good to have that, especially on one of the earlier episodes of the podcast. Uh, Let us know in the comments down below. Did you get it right? Were you fooled by any of the other guests there? Obviously, a couple of them uh, couldn't really be the the answer there. But thought it started off with an easy one. We'll get progressively harder and a bit more obscure as they go on. So question number two. I try to always give back to the community, to the fans, because it's my city. Uh, any ideas early on, lads? Are you uh, ears pricked up? Do we know where I that's think, from? I think so. I think so, yes. Okay. Well, we'll see if your early indication appears as one of the options. And they are option A, Luke Edwards. Option B, Derek Wright. Option C, Alan Saint-Maximan. Option D, Mark Robson. Imagine Again, could you, could you imagine if Luke Edwards had said that? <laughs> 
I tried to chuck in a, an option in each one that is probably not going to be there, uh, be the correct answer, but I never know. So, are we ready for the answer? Who do we think it is? Johnny? I think it is Mr. Alan St. Maximan. Yeah, it is. It's ASM, isn't it? Well, is it? Drum roll, please. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, lovely bloke. A great chat with him, obviously. Really flattering photo. It looks like he's met you, not the other way around, like he's posing in front of... Uh, well, all I'm saying is the day after that interview, he got a hat-trick of assists and played out of his skin against Manchester City. That's all I'm saying. It's the Newcastle Fans TV magic luck charm. Maybe you can rub it off in one of our charity games instead. Uh, but I'd have to uh, be there first. Sam doesn't like charity. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's why we've had on Holly Road uh, uh, plugging charity. Mark Robson plugging charity. I love charity. How much money have you put into these charities? Enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, a great day that day. Obviously, it was a really big deal at the time, still is a big deal. Current player, one of the most iconic players in our team at the moment so plays with obviously a real flair on the pitch and has a real personality off off it what were your impressions sitting down with him obviously we heard the podcast and it was a great podcast he comes across really well but off camera and off mic as well what was he like just uh, an absolute da- just an absolute don just sat there in his chair with a stack of 10 pound notes <laughs> piled high handing it out to kids who can do 10 kickups <laughs> Just what a, a just a magical, surreal day. Like really generous with his time. Like the day before a huge game as well, Man City yeah. at home, and it like it, it's all part of his, his his aura. And it was it was I, I, a seven hour round trip I did just for just for half hour with him in the car. And um, yeah, we had a really fun day. And Helios is a really good game. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, when I was listening back to that episode because I'd listened to it a couple of times now, and you know, obviously there's you know he's, he's come to promote his game and he obviously talks about that a lot. But the way you were actually going on about, it, I was like, I've actually got to play this because it sounds really. Fun. I've still not played it, and maybe you know Christmas coming around, Sam, if you want to send something in the post. Um, but it's uh, yeah, he's just given so like you mentioned that day, he's given so much back to the fans. You know, there's been days where he's gone in and paid for kids shopping. You know, it seems like a real. That um, was that day. That was that yeah, day. yeah, the day, the same day, you know, going into. Well, I don't remember the toy shop it was that he went into, but you know, well, making the a real shops impression. Are available. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just making a real impression off the pitch because obviously his his play speaks for itself. But uh, yeah, really nice bloke and, and really great guest, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. He really was. He, it was a weird day because I, I, I think Sam will, won't mind admitting if someone has to go up to somebody to like face-to-face to ask for an interview or ask to, for certain things. It's normally me. Yes, so because I, you I, become I, over more personable than me. Then when people get to know me, they then prefer me. But, I'm joking, um, but no, you are way more personable and have that soft Geordie aura about you, whereas I have a tremendous resting bitch face, which puts people off. I know. I, I, this is why I should just be called the Greenwood Show occasionally. But... Um, no, it you was, have it to was, have uh, come up with the show for that. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, it was it was um, it was surreal. It was surreal. Yeah. I always remember when he when he walked through, like we were in the backstage. You want to call it the VIP backstage bit, and um, <laughs> well, probably not. But if it, when you the what, what the room you nearly destroyed? 
yeah, that was quite funny. That two minutes before we were going to do the interview, and then enough the whole like it was like a, you know like if you like the set. Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, pulled something like I pulled like I was pulling this top, and then he pulled everything down. Yeah, oh, completely shit myself that day. But um, no, it was it was surreal, absolutely surreal. But some good answers, and it was it's probably one of our most popular episodes. Um, yeah, when I look back now. Yeah, and, and what an episode it was. One of many very famous former and current players you've had on. I'm sure we'll get onto that a little bit later on. But it's time for the third question, the third quote of this round. That's everyone switched off. They thought it was going to be someone special. Obviously, someone put downplaying their appearance on the Greenwood and Mulliner show there. But who was it? Was it A, Callan Rids, B, Carly Telford, C, Pete Graves, or D, Lindsay Hipgrave? Any early ideas? Let us know in the comments your guesses. And anyone for 100% certain they know the answer, get shouting out in the comments down below as well. We confident as well on this one, lads? You both nailed the first two. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I know, but I wouldn't say I was confident. Well, let's no, have your guesses know. then, Sam. I think it's Callan. Right. And Johnny? I don't think it is Callan. I Ooh. think it's Carly Telford. Let's find out, shall we? Well, I can reveal that one of you is correct. It was Carly Telford. Oh, wow! In episode 13, uh, we got one of the uh, legends of the women's game there. One of the best players to ever grace a football pitch. And, of course, alongside Sam Kerr, uh, one of her teammates. So, um yeah, really good um, to have her on. Did she say that? Because she is someone special. She was like, well, exactly. I, I, I thought that was like a real big coup getting Carly Telford so early. Yeah, and it was. I mean, she she's a very. I mean, we can see there she's winning the the women's FA Cup. She's a really successful player, still is, um, and really great to have her on. And she was one of the first of many guests representing the women's game that you've had on the show. And it's great now to see that the women's game's getting the, the exposure and the representation that it's needed. Johnny, I know you, I think you were there this weekend at the women's game, um, speaking to, to Becky Langley and, and obviously another guest on the podcast. It's great that the, the exposure with Newcastle as well and the women's team, kind of the success they've had last season and, and even this going into this season, it's brilliant that it's getting the exposure now. Yeah, certainly is a big thanks to the club really for allowing us to have a bit more access, especially behind the scenes. And yeah, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's it's something that I've grown to love, if I'm honest, because ever since me and Sam interviewed uh, Becky, uh, it would probably be in Christmas 2020, maybe November 2020, if I remember precisely. And it was a difficult time because, again, we still had the old ownership. The women weren't getting really much press at all. But it's been so popular, like 28,000 against Barnsley, 22,000 against Anik. Regular high attendances at Kingston Park. It's, it's very rare that they have to play at Druid Park now, which just shows the strength and the, you know, the growth of the women's game right now. But Carly Telford, I agree with Sam. I think that was a real coup for us at the time. I didn't think she would agree to it straight away, to be honest. But I, remember, I can kind of remember the quote now because I think we kind of gave her the big introduction. Mm. And then she kind of said straight away, oh, no, I'll, everyone will switch off now when it's me. But I remember we did a separate clip uh, talking about, I think it was ASM, and I think that did pretty well. So look, I just, It was just the, after he signed his like new five, six-year deal or something, wasn't year. it? It was a one-year extension, that's all it was. Well, he had a pay rise, and he deserved it. But yeah, I, I, remember, I remember, yeah, I, I, 
absolute legend of women's football, Carly Telford, and a huge Newcastle fan. And it's just a shame if we weren't so mismanaged for our ownership for so many years, then, you know, she could have been playing for us. I mean, she still could play for us now, Carly, yeah. if you're watching. Get on the blower <laughs> to, to Becky Langley, and I'm um, sure we'll sort it all out. Yeah. Well, Johnny, you could be the middleman here. You, um, you've been in contact with Becky and both Becky and Carly, so maybe you can uh, connect the dots and we'll see her in a Newcastle shirt before long. But, you know. Um, but more importantly, in the, the Greenwood and Mona show, Christmas quiz, Johnny takes an early lead, three points to two. Sam, falling behind early on, but there's plenty of time to claw it back. You feeling confident still? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, simple, <laughs> effective. It means business. Right, we'll move on quickly then. Uh, question number, I think this is four we're on to now. With the takeover, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it would have happened by now. Whoops. Obviously, uh, yeah, this person <laughs> speaking We've before the takeover. Didn't go through, <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, uh, you've this show's been going long enough now that we've spanned the the length of the first takeover or one of the takeovers falling through, uh, and then the kind of build up back. Is it going to happen? Is it? Is it not? Is it? Will it? Won't it? And then it did, and then obviously you've had everything since. So, who was it? Was it A. Callan Rids again? B. Michelle Owen. C, Sad Marshall, or D, Simon Bird? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to have to ask you to lock in your answers, gentlemen. Johnny, who is your option for this one, please? I think it's one of two names, but I'll go Simon Bird. Okie doke. Johnny's going with Simon Bird. Sam? I'm doubling down on Callan. Oh, he's going Callan two in a row. Interesting. Well, again, I can reveal that one of you is correct. And this time, it's Sam. On, yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. very first episode, way back when, with Callan Rids. Yeah, obviously the takeover not going through at that time. Sam, you've clawed it back, but uh, it was great having Callan on, on the first episode. And obviously he's been back since. Well, it, it's it's one of them where it kind of looks better as time goes on because when he first came on he was a no one he hadn't mm. even he, like and Callan would tell you that himself he hadn't won a game on the PDC tour and now like Johnny what what's he achieved quarterfinals semi-finals here and there the, the, he's a he was a phenomenal talent I, I like obviously followed darts for years and years and years and knew what he was about and you know knew he had the potential to get there which is why it was important to get him on um and hopefully he has a good run at the the world championships so yeah he's um just goes to show we're like take that jake humphrey you're not just high performing you know we were there as well yeah yeah, Johnny, it's like um, scouting someone before they they make it on the big stage, isn't it? With uh, with Callum, you got him on, and he was it was a good chat as well that you had with him. Um, wasn't afraid to to give his opinion, and and that takeover, obviously, the opinion on that saying it was dead in the water, very wrong at the time. But I'm sure he's happy that it's changed since then. No, he, he certainly is. I've, I've, I've spoken to Callum a few times, and he, he, I mean, he loves Newcastle. He knows what he's talking Ooh, about. Oh, darts friend! Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Dave Pallet, Ricky Evans. Do I need to go any further? Oh, well, yeah, well, Dave Pallet's been a mate, a mate of mine for like <laughs> 25 odd years. So, you know, well, yeah. You don't choose who you go to school with. I feel like I'm a kid in the middle of like a divorce or something that's going on. Anyway, we get, we get right. on well, me and Sam. But, um, no, uh, Colin, 
when I look back at that first episode, I'm filming out of a potato with the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Obviously, it was absolutely horrendous. And then I kind of had to get something a bit better. But Cam was mm. brilliant. Like, look, Sam's quite right. You in the dart scene probably effectively was a nobody really. But by God, has he just grown? Quarterfinals of the World Championships last year. So unfortunate to lose to Peter Wright. Took him pretty much all mm. the way. You know, five lost five four, and probably gave Peter Wright his toughest game. If I'm being honest, in the whole competition, yeah. so he was margin it was just small margins. I remember Peter Wright taking out ninety six, hitting twenty double eighteen double tops, which isn't really the correct way to go if you're honest. If unless your your first start was like Peter Wright's, where it kind of blocked the treble, but Callum was probably one dart away from knocking him out, and then he's done exceptionally well in the match play, beat Rob Cross in a thriller. And he's, he's just grown from strength to strength. He's won he's a pro Pardon? He's, he's won a pro tour. He's won two, he? yeah. He's won two yeah. pro tours as well, which is like two tournaments behind the, behind the television cameras for people that don't know. And he's, at the minute, as we recall, he's above Gary Anderson in the world rankings. So that just tells you how good Callum Ritz is. And as we're, we're recording before he takes on Josh Rock, which is another really good match. <laughs> I'm sure Sam would agree. That would be an absolutely brilliant match to watch. And I hope Callum does get the job done. But, my God, it'll be an excellent, excellent game because they're both like to get on with it. But yeah, Callum will be fine. Callum, I think Callum could be, in the, could be a top 10 player because if he keeps his head down and works hard, a bit like Chris, I think they could both be top 10 players if they put their head to, heads down and win a few more games on the telly. Mm. Yeah, he's come a long way since that uh, first interview, that's for sure. And so have both of you. It was actually really interesting going back and, what. well, I say watching, there wasn't really a video <laughs> to watch. Um, but going back and listening, there was. To it's on. It's on an FTV extra, which um, yeah, oh. we were rubbish. Well, I was. I watched the video. Is there a, like an actual visual to it though? Because I went back on YouTube and it was just the like the audio. Um, is that I did? I need you need to send me the the, the video for it because I. Oh, I okay, go back yeah, it's on. It. It's, it should be on an FTV extra. Anyway, we'll uh, move on to the next question in the quiz. I want to know in the comments: Is anyone still on a hundred percent? Because neither Johnny or Sam is tied on three three at the moment. Right, next question. Next quote. A lot of people like the Geordie accent, and that sort of wins people people over quickly. Was that A, Lauren Patterson, B, Andrew Cushing, C, Matthew Ketchell, or D, Ant Young? That could be any one of them. Ooh. That's, that's why I picked them. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I'm torn between two. It's my turn to say the answer first as well, isn't it? Yeah, I said they'd get progressively harder. They do get a little bit easier later on. But... I've, got, I've, got, I've got an educated an educated guess. Okay, yeah. well, um, so Sam, I... go on, Sam. So, I think it... Right, I'm going to go for Lauren Patterson. Okay, and was that an educated guess or a guess? An educated guess. Do you want to explain the logic behind it? Well, actually, I'll get Johnny's No, I don't, until Johnny answers. <laughs> okay, Johnny, go on. I was going to say Lauren Patterson, but I don't know whether to say it, just, just to make things a little bit more interesting. But... If, well, yeah, if you want to go for it, go for it. There's still go... plenty of questions to come. There's at least... I'll go, least... I'll go. I think I think it was Lauren, because I think she. I, th- I think that was one of the first questions that Sam asked her, if I'm, if I'm right in remembering. So I'll, I'll go with Lauren. All right, both going for Lauren. What was the educated guess, Sam? You, you you need to win people over, so I thought it was Lauren or Ant Young because yeah. both Geordie comedians. That's what you, yeah. you want to win people over. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are both absolutely spot on. Well done. It was episode fifty-one. That was fifty-one. Yeah, 
Yeah, a long time ago now, isn't oh, it? This is this is. Do you know this is episode one hundred and twenty-five? Yeah. Well, there we go. Right, well, let's know, let's know. I'm the starting to think Spotify aren't coming in with a billion pound buyout. No, you know, the longer you go, you got to build that portfolio first. You know, you're playing hard again. <laughs> Holding out for a bigger fish. Right, uh, four points each then, lads. We'll, we'll blast through the next one. I'm, I'm aware we're taking up a bit of time here. So the next quote is, I was watching Newcastle United at eight years of age. Then you're trapped in the tribe of Geordies. Any ideas before I give you the options, lads? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Fair enough. You've interviewed a fair few Geordies in your time. So is it A, Stephen Taylor, B, Steve Stone, Bits of B, C, Alan Shearer, or D, Sir John Holm? A, B, C, or D? Go on, Johnny. It's your turn to answer first. I think some... If I, I'm just trying to... I'll not explain my reason, but I'll say what I think. I think it was Sir John Holm. Okay. Do you? See, I thought it was Stephen Taylor or Steve Stone. So... Uh, Johnny, you're locking in Sir John Hall. Sam, I'm going to yeah. have to ask, ask you to pick one of the Steves or the Stevens. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Steve. Uh, I'm going to go. Steve. <laughs> what am I going to go for? I'm going to go for Stephen Taylor. Okay. Uh, recently pictured with uh, Liverpool's Thiago. Uh, which is a crossover I never thought I'd see. But at uh, end of the day, yeah. Uh, Stephen Taylor, one of my favourite players, just from an entertainment point of uh, point of view, uh, growing up, Stephen Taylor. Uh, again, one of you is correct, one of you is incorrect. And I can reveal that it was Sir John Holm, episode 55. Wow. Jonathan Greenwood. Well. I think I know the story to this, so uh, Matt. Um, because on, then. very early on, he was talking about his kind of early memories of Newcastle United. And of course, because of the age he is, there's not many people that would know what that story is going to be. And I'm sure he me- mentioned when he was on the bus, come, you get the bus to Newcastle and he mentioned that the girls, like this is a long time ago, it wouldn't be the case now, the girls would go shopping and the men would go with the football. And I'm sure at that point, as you as you were walking, there would be tribes of Newcastle United fans. So this was in the 1950s, I would have thought. So before we get any criticism, <laughs> that was his words, not ours. <laughs> we don't believe in that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's almost exactly you know the the bit from the uh, the interview that I grabbed that quote from, but um, split over two two parts. I think that uh, interview, but episode fifty five, where I grabbed that one from, that was must have been a hell of an experience, wasn't it? Like speaking to to him and in that situation, obviously. It's all Sam. It's all Sam on this one. Take it away, Mister Molner. Yeah, it was. That was a, a surreal day. So I do my research as I do, try and find a contact and you know, pop off an email or a, a DM or whatever. And um, all of a sudden, one Saturday morning, I'm opening my shop up at work. And um, hello, hello, is that is uh, Sir John Hall here? Is that is that uh, fan TV? I went, oh, uh, hi, Sir John. Yeah, uh, I'm Sam from Newcastle Fans TV. Very lovely to speak to you. He says, what do you want to do then? Uh, just chat about the old times. I went, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, that's good. We can. He says, "How do you want to do it then?" I says, "Well, um, most of them we do we do online." And he said, "No, no, I don't like that." I said, "Okay, <laughs> we can we can work around you. Whatever you want to do." He says, "Well, I'm in such and such at the moment." I says, "Okay, we'll come up with a few dates and we'll do whichever one suits you best." So, yeah, again, that was another seven hour round trip in the car uh, to go to Sir John's house. Mm. Oh my God, worth it every time I do it. I'd, I'd do it now again. Um, but yeah, just a fountain of knowledge, still sharp as a tack. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, wonderful afternoon. It's not very often a night of the realm makes you a uh, cup of tea and gives you a Kit Kat. So <laughs> um, yeah, and then lunch on the quayside afterwards. And uh, yeah, three and a half hours in the car home. It was well, just a fantastic day. Um, yeah, wow. Can I just mention that before you go on, right? There's a little, there's a little joke. If ever I introduce somebody, that's a, like, a little bit well-known and, you know, I like to make an effort. I'll wear a shirt. <laughs> On that occasion, Sam wears his shirt. <laughs> 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 he wears his shirt, right? And we, I remember some of the guy in the comments gone, bloody hell, you can tell you two wear both uh, get on well. One of you is wearing black, and one of you is wearing white. <laughs> <laughs> that was just by accident, as well. I was going to say, was that pre-planned? Total synergy. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you'll know this, Matt, more for like from like TV shows and that. You know, normally like normally on breakfast TV shows as well. Whatever the ladies wear and dress wise, the gentlemen will just wear that tie just to match. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like that, isn't it? Really. <laughs> was it that um, that chat you did? Oh, a brilliant chat. I'd recommend if anyone watching this hasn't watched that video or listened to that podcast go back and if you're going to listen to any episode listen to that one because it's a brilliant brilliant chat with him but was that a kind of obviously episode 55 that's a long time ago now was it a kind of we've made it moment or was it this is just one brick in the greenwood and mulliner walk we haven't had that we've made it moment yet um <laughs> when spotify come that's when we've made it yeah yeah when i'm sitting on my massive yacht um <laughs> yeah it was it, it was just a really fun, surreal day, and it was nice to prove Lee Lawler wrong because I had it in my mind for a few months that I wanted to try and get Sir John Hall on, and then I've got a voice note off Mr. Lee Lawler, Mr. NFTV himself, of uh, him sending me a voice note saying, hang on, you think you can get Sir John Hall on Newcastle Fans TV? And I went, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he did. So there you go. Uh, lessons to be learned all around. Have a bit of self belief, and uh, maybe you'll land a big fish. And you did. Well, so, um, Lee's <laughs> um, a man, man of many wise words, just not on that voice note. Uh, so, we'll come back to the quiz then. Uh, bring it back down to earth. Johnny leading on five points. Sam, you're on four. We're still not at the end of round one, by the way. There's still plenty of questions to come. I wonder if anyone in the comments is beating both of you at the moment, putting yourselves to shame. Um, but we'll move on to the next question. I find it hard to believe anyone who plays in our league wouldn't say that they want to win the league because why on earth would you be competing if you didn't think that? So quite a long quote there. Is this from A, Brooke Cochran, B, Becky Langley, C, Katie Barker, or D, Georgia Gibson? Obviously a representative of the women's team at Newcastle. But you can who... tell it's not one of the blokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I find it hard to believe anyone who plays in our league wouldn't say that they want to get to 40 points. <laughs> uh, that's a tricky do you know one. Thing, do, do you know the thing is, though, right? I, 
from interviewing all four of them and knowing, getting to know a few of them now, which is it's quite nice, all of them would actually say that, you know, regardless yeah. if it was this season or last last season, they would all say that because of the confidence. And the I don't ability. know if Brooke would now. She seems quite content sitting in the, the uh, terrace bar with a bottle of Corona before match day. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. She's loving life. Fair play to her as well. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Are we confident with our answers or at least have an answer to give? I think it might. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember whose go it is to go first. I think it might be you, Sam. It's Mr. It's Mr. Milner. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because yeah. I went to the dog hole straight away. No, um, I don't think it's Beck. Oh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go through what I think. I'm just gonna give an answer, and I'm gonna say Katie Barker. Okay, Johnny. Becky Langley. Confident? No. No. <laughs> I just think. I just. I just. I just think Becky's more. I think Becky would be the one. Saying that, Katie Barker would probably say that. I have to be honest. I, I think it might be Brock. It might be Brock. Yeah. Well, then or, again, it I might be. It might be Georgia's very kind of not deadpan, but she's straight to the point, isn't she? So I'll, I'll stick with Becky because I'm not going to just copy Sam just for the sake of copying Sam. <laughs> you know, okay, be a bit, a bit, a bit harsh on him, but I, I, all four of them could have said it. Yeah, I'll go yeah. Becky. I told you they'd get harder, didn't I? Right. So okay, again, I can reveal that one of you is right and one of you is wrong. Oh, it's going to be Johnny. Has Johnny extended his lead, or has Sam once again tied the game? I'm afraid to say, Johnny has extended his lead further in head. 6-4. Uh, it takes the mick as well because that photo is from the interview I did with her. Yes, it was. I didn't want to step, any to step on any toes by nabbing anyone else's photo. So I uh, had to scroll back and find a video interview. Uh, I put this together a few days ago, so I couldn't use the one that you did this weekend. Um, but yes, uh, that is twisting the knife, Sam. Unfortunately, that was Becky. Uh, and when you touched on it a bit there, both of you, that that mentality at the women's team of, you know, what's the point of competing if you're not going to compete, basically. And that's what took them so far last year and what, again, is making them succeed this year. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not um, it's not a league this season where there's just, like, two teams running away with it and streaks ahead. And yeah. it, it, it's going to be tough. I hate that league in so many ways because there is only one team that goes up and yeah. there's no playoffs or anything. And it was so harsh on them to... to to miss out last season, but the way they've come back and rebuilt, and it's going to be um, a tough 2023, but they they can do it. They've got the ability. They've made some fantastic additions in the summer. Charlotte Potts is an unreal player, and I, I really want to get her on in, in, in 2023 because um, she's like WSL quality. She's unreal. So, mm. yeah, fingers crossed this is their year and they can um, they can get promotion. Yeah, fingers crossed. I can't remember if I've got another question after this in this round, so I'll press the button and we'll find out. So this will either be the end of the round or the, the next question. So, okay, right. It's uh, I think this this is the last one. I remember writing this one. Okay. We all want to be in a place where we are treated well. For Newcastle, you just need to play well. If you play good, you're the king of the city. Of course, a former player um, saying this, but who was it? I think Anyone? I know. Huh? I think I know. Oh, I was just about to ask any confident early guesses, but confident from Sam. You need this point, Sam, and you need Johnny to get it wrong as well, to claw it back. But who was it? Was it A, Stephen Carr, B, Isaac Hayden, C, Christian Atsu, or D, Sebastian Bachon? 
the one who I thought it was is not an unknown. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was who Jeremy. Did you think it was? I thought it was Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> he was brilliant, by the way. I have to be honest, Jeremy. I like Jeremy. I thought he was good. Yeah. All right, Johnny. <sighs> first inkling or a straight up answer? It's up to you. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, what would Sam say? In Newcastle, you just need to play well. If you play good, you're king of the city. I'm sure Jeremy said something similar. (laughs) He said something about the night out. Mm. (laughs) The night out in Newcastle, that's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go for Stephen Carr. Okay. I don't actually know. I don't know this one. I remember the quote, but I just can't. I can't put yeah. a face to to mine. So I'll go Stephen Carr. Weird, not a fact, but like I used to really, really like Stephen Carr growing up. I don't know why he was like not a, like a favorite player, but he was one of the ones that I think back to the players I grew up watching, and he really stands out in my head. Mister Consistent. He was yeah. Never had a bad game. Was never yeah. out of this world. Just yeah. I'm sure he'd appreciate you saying that. Great, great uh, clothing um, attire as well. Business that he's got now. Yeah, living the high life in Spain, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. My answer is going to be Christian Atsu, but I think it could be Sebastian Basong. Okay, so you're locking in Atsu. Okay. Yeah, but it sounds like something Sebastian Basong would say. Matt, come on, can we just have a? Can we just, you know? Okay, I'll go Atsu. You going Atsu? Yes. Okay, well, again, one right, one wrong, and it's a good job you stuck, Sam, because it was. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 116. There he is in his finer playing days with Newcastle in the championship. Um, Obviously, Isaac Hayden behind him there was another guest and another option there. But yes, well done, Sam. It was Christian Atsu. Um, Decent player in his time, but um, never quite really shone. Um, but yes, that was his quote there. And I that believe the BBC's Matt Livingston. <laughs> I believe that is the end of round one. Let's just double check. Yes, scores on the doors, no cheating at home. Let us know how you're getting along in the comments. Have you got 100%? I doubt there's anybody out there that's still on 100%. And if you do, I'm suspicious of you telling a fib or two. But the scores on the doors as we stand for Greenwood and Mulliner. It is Greenwood in the lead with six and Mulliner trading just behind with five. How are we feeling, boys? Johnny, you're in the lead. Confident? No, not at all. But the thing is, do you know, do you know what the thing is, right? I'm not bothered if I win or lose, but I know this will absolutely rip Sam up if I beat him. So it's a win-win for me. Yeah. Sam, what do you that? Uh, yeah, he's absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, this uh, that's round one done and dusted. The the quotes are done, and uh, no more of that. This one is uh, round two, Greenwood and Mulliner history. Um, so these will be questions surrounding um, the Greenwood and Mulliner show. The, the just general knowledge, basically, but they will all be to do with the Greenwood and Mulliner show. A couple of them are easy. A couple of them are difficult. Um, so. Not as many questions in this round as well. And this will be the final point scoring round of this. So really, Sam, you're going to need to claw this one back. Are we ready? Yes. Good. Okay. Uh, I can't remember who answered last. 
there. Sam, you answered last, so Sam, you'll be answering first. The question is, how many episodes of the Greenwood and Mulliner show are available on Spotify as we speak? That is at the time of recording this podcast. And of course, uh, at, the the time, at the time of recording, there'll be 123, 124 goes out tomorrow, and this is 125. Johnny, are you agreeing, disagreeing? Oh, I really shouldn't have explained my answer. <laughs> I agree with everything Sam has just said there. So it's 123, but because we're recording on the Monday evening, if it was the next day, then it would obviously be 124 because we really sit every Tuesday. But Sam is completely correct, Mr. Livingston. I'm afraid, Sam, your in-depth explanation has uh, done you dirty because it is 123. Of course, uh, well, I'll let you guys explain where you can get the podcasts. Um, they're available on all good streaming platforms and on YouTube as well, but um, take it yeah, away. This is Sam's bit. This is Sam's bit. Go on, Sam. This is your bit. <laughs> Links in the description below. Catch up on all the episodes. Hit the subscribe and the five-star review. It's available on all podcast apps. If in doubt, freaking Google it. <laughs> yes, of course. So, uh, both point for both of you there, and I'm sure a couple of people at home may be tripped up by that. Obviously, no googling allowed in this quiz. Um, so, moving on to the next question, slightly more difficult. You redesigned the podcast logo as shown below, but which episode first used the new logo, and who was the guest on that episode? A point for each answer, and I'm going to need you both to give both answers before I reveal either answer. Hold on, I'm just going to read this question again. So this new podcast logo that you have, which was yeah. the first episode that it used, so the number of the episode, <laughs> and who was the guest on that episode? Oh, so you want the guest and the number? Yeah, so say it was episode 573 with me as the guest. Oh, God. This would be a complete guess, because I don't keep it. I don't keep it. I haven't got a clue for a number. Um, Johnny doesn't do any of the behind the scenes stuff is what he's trying no, to do no I just do I do all the research so when Sam kind of comes in he's like Johnny I hope you've done all the research um, oh god I honestly haven't got a clue um, I'm just going to go with episode 50 Les Ferdinand because I, I do remember that one but I haven't got a clue okay Sam the guest is Ryan Joyce okay and the episode number, I'm not sure, so I'm going to guess at, like, 89. Are you confident with both of those? I know it's Ryan Joyce, because I was actually checking at the, the analytics before we started, so I know it's Ryan <laughs> Joyce. But I well, don't know if it's 89. I am genuinely gobsmacked at this, because it's episode 88, so you're really <laughs> close. But unfortunately, I can't give you a point for it, but I can give you a point for Ryan Joyce because very well done there, Sam. Oh, um, F me. Just... I've, never been so, I've never been so happy to see two fat ladies. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely amazed that you knew either of those or were remotely close with the, the guest there because that was pulled out of thin air. So We're back well. to levels your devils though now, aren't we? Yes, you are. You're absolutely right. Sevens each now. Levels, levels the playing field. Only a few questions remaining. A couple of points up for grabs. So let's find out what the next question is. Who's the very sexy voice behind the intro slash sponsor of the podcast? And a reminder that flattery will get you everywhere. Well, so. well, well, uh, well, well, what do you mean like the early shows? No, as in the... The, the, the current um, one. The current, sh yeah, yeah. It should be a very easy question. I'm not. It's not a trick question. Well, it's you. 
Is that the, your answer also, Johnny? The BBCs, as if we've not said it enough, that you in, you introduced MasterChef after the World Cup the other week. I did. I did. Was that live? Uh, if it was on BBC One, then yes, it would have been. Well, it was, wasn't it? Well, there you go. Did you do yeah. any introductions for the World Cup games themselves? Yeah, um, a couple of the early group games. Oh, um, I missed that. Only, only in the, the north, so you wouldn't have been able to get them, Sam, unfortunately. Why was that? Because it, I was on BBC One North. <laughs> so there's a there's a regional, a little fun fact for you, BBC One at 7pm splits um, it's north and south. I'm not sure where the divide falls. Um, but do you basically will have a different announcer and slightly different trails between programs where, where, regarding whether you're in the north or the south? On so, yeah, I really? On, See, yeah. I don't know because we're, I'm in a weird part of the world where you if you're from it. down, yeah, yes, because you're from the north, but the southerners think I'm from the north. So yeah. it's, 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 I'm between the devil and the deep blue sea. So it's, yeah. it's, it's one of them, but I did not know that. But how yeah. tempting was it for you to introduce MasterChef in the voice of Greg Wallace? Yeah, well, after your voice notes, it's just in the back of my brain every time I go and write an intro to anything. I can so imagine. Um, but yes, you're both correct. You're both getting three whopping points for that because, as I said, flattery will get you everywhere. Uh, and if at home, if you knew that, if you knew it was my voice, if you realised it was me, of course, give yourself three points. I never well. answered that question, you know. <laughs> oh, well, I presumed you would have got it. I, 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 I mean, ask, it was an underarm. I that your answer as well, but... Um, <laughs> Well, you get three points anyway, Johnny, because oh, thanks, uh, Sam, Sam talked for both Always rated you, Matt. Always rated you. <laughs> right. We've talked about him a bit already, but in Lee Clark's first ever appearance on the Greenwood Mulliner Show, he reveals that some of the lads used to cut the sleeves off one player's dress shirts and the toes out of his socks. The same player also used to wear Disney shirts with Tweety Pie on them. Who was it? And uh, Johnny, I believe you will be first to answer on this one. And are you confident? No, <laughs> I think Sam would know this one. I don't no, I, I, I don't. Why? I, that must have escaped my mind palace, but I don't know. Um, was it the first appearance? This, I yeah, think I'm, it's in the first line of the question. Yeah, I'll go Tina Whisperer. Oh, that was my educated guess. Well, you can, you can guess the same. I'll lock in a spear because I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to lock in a spear as well because I can't think of anyone else who that might be because you can't imagine like Philip Albert wearing shit like that, could you? So I'm, I'm, I'll think it's Tina. I'll piss okay. myself if it is Albert now after he's just said that. <laughs> <laughs> it was Philip. No, it wasn't. It was Tina. I swear. Well done. <laughs> Educated guess paying off for you there. Well done. Yeah, I can't quite picture him um, wearing that, and I'm quite glad for that. So uh, we'll move swiftly on from that. Well done at home if you guessed that or if you knew that one from early on in the Greenwood Mulner show days. Um, but yes, we'll move on to the next question. What was the very first word of the very first episode of the Greenwood Mulner show and who said it? This is the episode with Callum Rids, not the preview video that you did for the show. Uh, so... The, a point for the word and a point for who said that word. But whose turn is it to answer? Sam, it'll be you to go first. Right, Johnny said it. Okay. And it was something along the lines of... The he, says word, some, he says something and he says 
we thought we'd get the best two brains of NFTV or something. Um, what does he say? I'm going to be very, very pedantic here with this word, and it has to be exact. Your answer has to be the word exactly, rather than anything else. That goes for both of you, obviously. Welcome. Okay. So you're saying Johnny said welcome on the very first word of the very first episode. Johnny? It, it was me, because I always say the first thing of an episode because I pre- present it, unless it's the previews. Sometimes Sam does the previews, but the first word could be absolutely anything. It could be hi, it could be hello, it could be welcome, it could be good, as in like good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Um, oh, goodness me. Uh, honestly, it could be absolutely anything. I'm going to go hello. Hello. Very simply, hello. Not hi, not hey. Hello. I honestly don't know. But (laughs) honestly, I'll just just go hello. Okay. Why not? Well, one of you has one point and the other has two points. Wow. I can reveal that it was... Hello! (laughs) And of course it was Johnny that said it. Ooh, Sam. A tricky question there. I know what the first word of this preview is going to be. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I was making like a TOTS comeback against Arsenal. I'd got it back to 4-4. I'm not, I'll be honest, I know I wrote this quiz. I'm not sure how many questions there are left to pull it back. There may be none, but I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Oh, please. please. No. I don't care if I win. I win. I don't care if I win, but if I win because of this, this will be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right then, well, uh, well done to anyone at home that got that guess that knew it. Um, but we'll see if there's one more question or even more than one question. I can't, genuinely can't remember when I wrote this, so. No! 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 <laughs> oh. Oh. oh dear. Oh god, I'm gonna call in. Next place, and I might have never interviewed him, but this is the best moment in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm so sorry, Sam, but oh, um you don't sound wait sorry. This, wait until this goes on the WhatsApp. Wait until this goes on the WhatsApp. Uh, <laughs> well, like I said, um, round two was the last point scoring round. Um, so... Well, then what's the point of the other rounds? Well, uh, just a little bit. Of, uh, no, don't know, be nasty to Matt. Matt just asked the questions. Come on, don't be nasty. He also wrote them. <laughs> That's very apt. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thank you for playing my Christmas quiz, gentlemen. Uh, I can reveal, if, as if it was a surprise to anyone after that final question, um, but I can reveal that, yes, Johnny, uh, you are the victor with 13 points to 12. Congratulations. Um, you have the bragging rights for the year. And uh, I think Sam will maybe cry himself to sleep tonight. How do you feel? Oh, I feel absolutely over the moon. You know, this is, this is a quiz I've always wanted to win. You know, this is this is something that you wake up every morning and you go, this is the quiz that you want to win. You know, the, the quiz that you don't give a shit about. 
but because Sam really does give a shit about it and thinks he's the, the brains behind the, this empire that is the Greenwood and Milner show on Newcastle Times. <laughs> empire, Jesus. <laughs> Let's not get too No, no, no. All, all, I'm, all I'm saying is I think for the next 52 shows, I should be called Sir Jonathan Greenwood, winner of all quizzes in regards to this quiz show. So right. it's Sam, I see you keeping your feet on the ground. Sam, I think you should just, you need to look up to me now. You need to appreciate that you're with greatness. How, how can I do that when you're like half a foot shorter than me? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Come on. Uh, well, be better, thank you for playing. Better. Thank you for playing, gentlemen. And uh, of course, there may be someone at home that beat you both. So maybe they will be crowned king or queen of quizzes. Um, we'll find out in the comments down below. Um, but like I said, there is an extra round to this quiz. It's not really a quiz. It's more of an interview now. Um, oh, do you, oh, do you need me to share your screen again? No, yeah, just keep it keep it shared or share it again if you've already taken it, it off. Yeah, okay. Can I just say thank you so much for putting this quiz together? It, honestly, I know this would have been I know this would have taken time out of your very busy schedule as well. So uh, honestly, on behalf of me and Sam, and I know Sam would would like to say the same as well. You know, thank you so much for putting all this time and effort into this. I mean, I could have a moan and say Johnny never answered the question about the voiceover, which was actually worth three points, which would have mean I win. But um, yeah, no, good, good on you. You could do that, but then you'd be bitter. Um, when are you no. next hosting on Radio Leeds? Because I'm going to phone in. <laughs> I'm not telling you the answer to that question. Um, you can find out on my social media. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> But yes, thank you for playing, boys. Um, and there are a few more questions to this. Uh, and I'm very sorry, Sam, that you are not king of quizzes or Sir Mulliner. Um, <laughs> it's the first quiz that he's lost on the channel. That's why he's so upset. And he's lost it to me as well. And he's <laughs> well, bitterness aside, hopefully we can make some reparations um, because a few questions for you. Round three, kind of. Um, these are just aimed generally at the pair of you. You're not head to head anymore. You can chat amongst yourselves. You can give separate answers if you like, or you can agree on the same answer. Uh, just thought some questions. Where slash when did your respective journeys with Newcastle Fans TV begin? This is for people at home who may or may not be familiar with you on the channel in general. Um, but why did you join the channel? Um, and in the first place, when did you join the channel? And what inspired you? And how's that journey been so far? I'll let either of you go first. You can fight amongst yourselves. I think the winner should go first. Um, so, um... <laughs> No, um, yeah, no. Uh, mine's a little bit different to Sam, but I think you know Sam. I think Sam actually actually mentioned this before on a on a, on a different um, podcast introduction, and he actually gives me a little bit of credit, believe it or not. So, I'll, uh, he is he is very nice occasionally. But mine was all by accident. So Newcastle took on uh, Wigan in the Championship. We won two one, and we used to do fan cams back then. Lee, I was I seen Lee a few times interview a few people. I said, you know, I'm going to give it a go when we beat Wigan two one, memorable day, and did a couple of fan cams for about eighteen months. And then when a couple of presenters left, uh, I decided to ask if, uh, if there was any spaces available. Lee said, I'll ask the rest of the team. And four and a bit years later, I'm still here. So generally speaking, I've I've, I've loved every second of it. No joking aside, you know, doing the podcast with Sam is one of the highlights because we've we've, we've spoken to some fantastic people with a subject that I absolutely adore, which is Newcastle United, and it's been absolutely brilliant. But, yeah, uh, look, someone said to me back a few years ago that uh, we'd be where we are now. I wouldn't, wouldn't have believed them, but it's been absolutely brilliant. 
Sam? Yeah. Well, I'm not answering unless I can have a point. <laughs> you can have, uh, you can have uh, no, <laughs> November 2019. Um, I did the old radio show after the 2 1 win over Eddie Howe's Bournemouth. Um, yeah. And it snowballed from there, took over the Twitter page, wrote articles, and then became a fully fledged member and did. Uh, my first game was Wolves away um, when Almiron scored. Who interviewed you after that game? Can you remember? Uh, you and Lee. No, it was just me. Match reaction. Um, actually, no. You were well. Yes, you did. You're right, but. Um, Isha. Another point for me. Isha. <laughs> oh, the banter. Isha um, interviewed me after Villa Park when we lost 2-0 in that horrendous game. Um, so that was that as well. Yeah, and it snowballed from there and it, and it really did get out of hand. And uh, yeah, lockdown happened and this started and uh, hey-ho, here we are. Yeah, and some journey it's been. And uh, we'll Yeah, it's opened, it's opened up a lot of doors and... Um, it's made dreams come true and things happen that I never thought was remotely possible. So yeah, it's been fantastic. It's been that it's been that long that Sam's been on the channel that he started the, the started his Newcastle fans TV journey with just one child and Charlie, and now he has two. So that's how long it's been. You know, he's now got two kids now, and you think I remember when and she's two years old. Wow. No, I, I find I just remember you saying our oh, Kel's like eight months gone or seven months gone or something. And I was like. Oh, we didn't know you. Had, didn't know you expect. I'd like expect another child. Just mental, though. Yeah. Congratulations for two years ago. I guess I didn't know you then. So, <laughs> um, right. Moving on then uh, to the next question. What has been your NFTV highlight? This is not Greenwood and Mulliner related because that's going to be the next question or one of the questions coming up. Because I want to know what's been your channel highlight. Whether that's you know a certain match reaction when the takeover went through. Literally anything. NFTV related could be on camera, off camera, as long as it's not Greenwood and Mulliner show related. Um, so I've interviewed Alan Shearer twice, which which Johnny, has, which, which Johnny has, which Johnny has. That's Greenwood and Mulliner, though. No, as, well, the second one wasn't because one I did it with Lee, and two it's not on the podcast feed. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. And um, on Takeover Day, I had to do Sky Sports News. And then um, me and Alan exchanged a couple of DMs, and he says I was a natural, and he was watching on he was watching me on Sky Sports News, <laughs> um, which was like surreal and just mad. Um, mm. Yeah, so that was not only that's that's one of the highlights of my life, <laughs> aside from the birth of my children. <laughs> um, and, and, and my wedding day, then that's um, that that takes the cake. Yeah, Johnny, can you top that? No, because he uh, was no. out for girls. <laughs> Separate story, which I'll tell you after the show, Matt. Um, <laughs> no, like, don't get me wrong, Sam's right. You know, to get if you if you get the chance to interview Alan Shearer, yeah, and you, and you know about it, <laughs> then fair enough. I think that's I think that's very difficult to be, but. I, 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 it's generally it's very very difficult because I, I know I'm, I'm going to sound like someone like an award ceremony or you know 
uh, there's so many good memories there's so many good uh, good things x y and said but like i look back to certain away days even in the very early days with the likes of kyle and paul um very 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 early on like i remember with me kyle and, and lee went to leicester away and we beat leicester one nil on a friday night and that was an incredible day we did some good videos that day but i think when i look back now i don't think anything can beat that take overnight if i'm honest no I you did some great videos that night it was it was to be honest with you i i, I felt a bit sorry for lee that night because lee was Lee was the cameraman all night. He was a holy sausage, wasn't he? He 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 had he he was in absolute agony with his teeth, and he had to take the afternoon off work, or he had to take the day off work, so he couldn't be seen on camera. So I had to interview everybody, and I'd like to have Lee, like as Lee loves, like me and Sam love Newcastle United, absolutely love Newcastle United, but Lee ten times. Yeah, he lives it. Both of us, he he he, a hundred percent lives it. Like I thought, I was. He went to Saudi Arabia last yeah. week. I know. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That's, that's, that's what I mean. Like I, like, I love Newcastle. But Lee's already going, right, well, I need to make sure I'm off for this one, not for this one. Like, wow, that's some dedication. Fair play to him. He deserves all the luck in the world. Um, I can say that because he'll, be, he'll not be listening to this. But generally, <laughs> generally speaking, um, it would have to be the takeover night because the videos that we created, and we, we interviewed a variety of different people, I remember interviewing Keith, and that was surreal because Keith had been the face of that story, and he he was brilliant. Like I don't even know if Sam knows this, but we inter- we we seen Keith at the top of the car park where we normally film last week, which you'll know, which both you'll know pretty well. Um, but he we did the interview the first time round, and we checked it back, and there was no sound. Yeah. So I had to go and ask, so I had to go and ask him again. And I was like, I'm so sorry, Keith. Is there any chance we can do that again? He, like, and literally said, look, I've got six minutes until I'm back on live. And I was like, it will be four and a half minutes. So yeah. I literally said, Lee, make sure that the sound's on. And he was brilliant. I've, I've got to know Keith a little bit better now. And he's been absolutely brilliant, like helping yeah. us out and certain things and that. But interviewing fans. But my favourite video for the channel that night was when we did the kind of fan reaction without interviewing fans. It was a yeah. bit off the cuff. We just it was about six or seven minutes long, and it just it, it it just captured the moment. It captured the moment of the evening. It captured the moment of the pause, and it was about Mike Ashley leaving, not who was yeah. coming in. It, yeah. could been, it could have been the three of us. It could have been the three of us. So, I would say that was probably the moment because of this because of the importance of the future of of the club. But being apps, there's been so many. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, moving on then, because uh, there's a couple of these big questions that will probably have big answers. Why did you start the Greenwood and Mona show? Where did the idea come from? Me. This is Sam. Yeah, it's you, Sam, really. Yeah. Um, Lee was one in one of his moods where he wanted people to step up and make new, uh, make um, content. I hate that word. Um, create content. And um, yeah, I had the idea of because I'm quite good at whimsy and off-the-cuff stuff, but I needed, like, a proper presenter to bounce off. And, um, so you asked you, Mark. <laughs> fun fact, fun fact, if if Johnny said no, I was going to ask you, Matt. But oh, Nice to know I'm second best. Well, I only asked Johnny because I thought, well, well, I didn't, You'd I think you'd literally only just joined. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so, a fan of Like, 
I'd, I'd like got to know Johnny a bit better and whatnot. Um, so my idea was to interview local sports stars about themselves and, and Newcastle United, which again has gotten out of hand uh, <laughs> when you sang to John Hall's house and sat opposite <laughs> Alan St. Maximum with a wad of £10 notes. Um, so, yeah, that's how it started. I, I didn't think... I, it was just meant to be a little once-a-week thing on NFTV Extra on YouTube, and um, one thing led to another. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was going to... I mean, I've not written this question down, but did you envision it becoming as successful or as big as it has been and getting the calibre of guests on that you have? No, I thought it would have died on its arse. <laughs> Have a little thing. Yeah, it was funny because we we got we, you'll know who um, Ramsey is, Michael Ramsey, who was at the time when we interviewed him. It was still HITC the first time we interviewed him, and that was like episode eight. And I and I sent Sam this clip about a year ago or something. And I said, "Could you imagine? Uh, my little dream is to get to fifty episodes." And Sam's as one of his funny faces. Was like, "What do you fifty? What do you got eight? But um, you know, like I say, by the time this goes out. Probably about 120, 425. So that just tells you, like, uh, no way does we ever think we're getting anywhere near this. Yeah. yeah. And plenty more in the chamber, too, I imagine. So plenty more to come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have been your Greenwood and Mulliner show highlights? Obviously, we've talked about your NFTV highlights, but, you know, maybe favorite guests so far or just a particular story or anecdote or moment that you had? I know we've covered a lot already with, you know, Alan St. Maxim and Sir John Hall probably being the standouts from an outside perspective, but has there been any moments that maybe slipped the the outside person's mind? I think we've, I think we've made subtle mistakes. And, because, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, elaborate, I'll, I'll elaborate on this, because Sam will know exactly where I'm coming from in a second. But we should have put Gabriel Clark on the main channel. Yeah. Because that was one of the best episodes early on that we'd ever done, in yeah. my opinion. It, it, it touched the heartstrings of me and Sam for different reasons. Um, the film, in regards to Jack Charlton, had just been released, and Gabriel Clark, for anyone that doesn't know, created that masterpiece, and he is the, he's the face of ITV behind the camera, if you like. He, he's the man that will ask Gareth Southgate the questions for England games. Did the Bobby Robson he, film as well. He did, and we... And, He's, he's, he's an absolute hero for me because he creates what I call mini masterpieces. So it's that little montage, seven or eight minutes into, say, for example, that England were playing France. There was probably a seven or eight minute um, VT where Gabriel Clark is just at work and in his element. And that was, and he, he's absolutely brilliant at what he does. And he was brilliant when we had him on. I couldn't believe that Sam managed to get him on. Like, I know we. It kind of chanced it a little bit at the time, but it was a real... No, I was, I was um, if you remember, during lockdown, I'd, I'd got a, I'd got NFTV onto like a press junket for the release of um, Finding Jack Charlton, which was yeah. which was bizarre. Um, and then I asked him at the end, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah just, you know, drop me an email. I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. He's, the guy's a genius. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that 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 one stands out early on. I, I, we've we've been asked this a few times. What's your top three episodes? Nobby Solano was the, the biggest fan moment, of, like fanboy moment. Oh my god, Nobby Solano's on my screen. Where's Sam? half an hour early? <laughs> half an hour yeah. early, he was on the stream waiting yeah. for us. Yeah, and I, I I was I was I was speaking to him for a minute before Sam came on, and I was like, bloody, I'm not even caught the three yet. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. 
But yeah, I, it, this question gets asked a lot. I, I, I find it very, very difficult to pick one. But if I'm picking one, forgive me for all the other guests, but I'd probably just about say Peter Drury. I think he was yeah. absolutely incredible. He was really, really good. And I still email him occasionally now. He is the greatest commentator, in my opinion, of all time. Of all time. He just gets it right at every single moment, at every single big moment. And for someone that would love to be 10% as good as he is, commentary-wise, he just he's just very, very good. And some of the stories that he mentions with Savoy Robson in Milan, and he, again, some, some of the commentary moments that he probably forgets that I still remember. Like he commentated the five-one for the um, international feed that day yeah. mm. against Sunderland, and I still can picture moments. I, I know Sam will remember the Matty Longstaff moment against Manchester United. So, oh yes, mm. uh, it's so difficult. But yeah. I will just, just say Peter Drury. Mine's, mine's a bit different. Um, I don't have a specific episode, but my highlight from doing this is just um, there's some guests that we've stayed in touch with mm. and um, become really quite pally with and still exchange messages um, sometimes um, and see out on a night out as well. Um, <laughs> Paul, I Paul saw Chris Ferris. on Saturday, by the way. I don't think he's even told you this, Sam. I saw Chris oh, after the match yeah. against Valkan. I mean, oh, Dart's friend. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, like, so the comedians we've had on, like Anthony Rowell, um, still message them. Nobby Solano messages me every now and again. We we swap messages. I say, uh, me and Alan Sheeran swap. I'm gone. Oh, this is turning into name drop city. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but like um, Paul Ferris as well, we exchanged some emails. His two books are amazing. And we ran into him um, the day, the night before um, the, the Lee Clark Gavin interview Webster. at Castle uh, when we went to see Gavin Webster at the Tyne Theatre, which was a great night. Um, he was there in attendance and we met uh, him and his wife Geraldine um, yeah guys again literary genius and you know player physio what a man so to meet him in the flesh was great still exchange a few emails every now and again so meeting people getting to meet your heroes yeah it's 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 made my dreams come true Oh, what a lovely note. I wish we, would leaving it, we were leaving it on that note, but we're not because uh, more questions coming your way. Who's the best slash favourite guest you've had so far? We've already kind of covered this. Uh, Johnny, you said there that it would be Peter Drury. Um, Sam, really quickly, because this is basically the same question. Uh, who's been the best or favourite guest you've had so far? Um, there's no particular one, but... <sighs> Um, but, but there isn't because it would be unfair. We've had like yeah. over 100 guests, so yeah. there's, there's, there's no particular one. But I have about 20 that are really close to my heart. So, well, I won't ask you to name them all because exactly. Good, thank God. Right, okay, then we'll move on from that. Finally, who's the dream guest that you haven't had on the show yet? Maybe that, that white whale that you've not managed to land just yet, but you know, hopefully somewhere down the line. I don't want to answer this one because it might be close. Okay. Well, uh, almost an exclusive, but not kind or of. Or it has, it has been close in the past. Right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll leave that there. But Johnny, do, are you able to, at liberty, to answer this question that's not the same thing that Sam's thinking about, perhaps? I know who's, I know who Sam's thinking about, and 
that would be my dream guest. Okay. So I'll not say who it is. Just in but case do, do you know what? It, 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 sorry to, to cut you off, Johnny, but I I would say that like there's there's some guests who like we're obviously never going to have have chance to interview because they've <clears throat> I am passed away. Mm. I'd have loved to have sat down with Gary Speed for an hour. Yeah. That 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 would have been amazing, and like Sir Bobby Robson, that would have been out of this world. So there's there's a tinge of sadness there. I'm just sorry to lower the tone, but yeah. that there there is some people um, that I uh, that you just wish were still gracing the earth that you could that you could speak to. Yeah, I agree with Sam. I think you know you obviously know the reasons about. Gary's death and that's obviously was obviously when we spoke to Bryn Law that was obviously it was a, that was a long episode but I thought when when we spoke about Gary in particular it, it, I thought we, I thought it was just right the way we'd done it we let Bryn basically just talk for 45 minutes on Gary's feet and mm-hmm. that was probably just all that we needed to do because he knew who he was he knew what Gary was about he, he spent time with him we, me and Sam never did so that was probably so probably the closest we could have got to um, interviewing the great man himself. But I think a dream guest that I'll not mention, that I can mention if that makes sense. Um, I'd love I'd love me and Sam to interview Ant and Death. <laughs> I, know, I know that might sound stupid, but Sir John Hall sounded stupid. Yeah. yeah. sounded stupid when Sam managed to interview him. So Les Ferdinand, the list goes on. I think we can get this one over the line. Um, because I think what they've brought to what they've brought to television screens for the last 20, 30 years is absolutely incredible. And they've mm. never ever forgotten their roots. It doesn't no. matter if they're in Australia, London, America, wherever they're filming for whatever ITV show, they never ever forget their roots. You always see them with a little laptop or, or a phone watching a Newcastle game if they were filming I'm a celebrity like they were uh, just just in the last in the last month or so. And that would be, I would just like to say thank you more than anything because the, the Northeast is, you know, look, it's not the most desirable of places if you live in a certain area of the world, but we love it. We absolutely love it because it's our home, it's our, it's our city, and we're so proud of it, and we're so proud of where we're from and what we represent in the football club as well as there's a massive, massive part of that. So mm. Anton Deck would be probably the dream guest that I can mention, not the dream guest. I can't mention. <laughs> well, Ant and Deck, if you're watching, or Ant and Deck's mates, families, friends. <laughs> they're not watching. <laughs> you know, never say never. Uh, well, that pretty much, well, it, I say it pretty much, it does conclude our quiz for the evening. So um, thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me on this journey together. Um, so that is pretty much all from, from me. Thank you for letting me join you on this very special episode. No, thank um, you. When can we hear yeah, thank you? thank you, Matt. All the time, just just stick the telly on, and I'm probably on there. Um, what, what what have you done? Any voiceovers lately, like for your BBC Three word that you think, oh, that is classic Livingston. Um, uh, yeah, not not that I should repeat here. Um, but <laughs> there's a, a program at the moment um, on BBC Three called Planet Sex with Cara Delevingne, uh, and obviously we can get a bit frisky with the intros to that. So that I've sounds enjoyed... pretty top shelf. Yeah, oh yeah, it's uh, it's interesting view. It's actually quite a good show. Um, but I've had fun introducing that and had fun writing a lot of the uh, scripts introducing that, as I'm sure you can imagine. 
It's cashing me out again, Rose, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, I, I, you know, it, all programs are equal in my eyes. Um, you see they are. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's no Casa San Lorenzo in, intro. It's not, it really isn't. All I will say is, though, Matt, I hope that you're, I hope you're the man that's in, introducing uh, the BBC's coverage of the FA Cup on Saturday the 6th of January, I believe, at around about half five, quarter to six, as Newcastle make the short trip to Sheffield to take on Wednesday in the FA Cup third round where Mr Shearer, well, um, I would imagine, will be there. I hope you're mm-hmm. introducing it, by the by the way. Well, I hope, I hope I am. I don't think I will be, but, you know, someone may call in sick that day. And hopefully it's a better result than the last time I had anything to do. I went to the Chef Wed Away day when we were in the Championship. Oh, it was terrible. It was awful. So One of the worst, worst matches I've been to, home or away. It was horrible. And that was my experience, because I obviously... Uh, Hillsborough had a lot of history behind it and it was a lot of excitement going into that game and yeah came away feeling flat and disappointed so yeah hopefully better result than than that day but um yeah and hopefully better results all around obviously um we're, we're still in all the, the cup competitions that we dare to dream and uh still at this at the time of recording still third in the Premier League somehow um through excellent football and Eddie Howe's genius that's how um, but yes, thank you very much for having me, lads, and, and Merry Christmas um, to both of you. Merry Christmas to you, sir. And of course, Merry everyone Christmas. watching at home. Merry yes. Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy holidays, wherever you're celebrating. Um, but yes, where and finally, I mean, it goes without saying, Sam. Where can people listen to any other episodes? We've gone over it before. Do you know but... what? I, I think, I think, I think, for this one time only, I think Johnny can do this. Because he won the quid. This is his prize. This is his prize. <laughs> I can't without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> the Groom and Morris show is available on all good podcast outlets. But if you really want to... Uh, and, can... uh, and some bad ones as well. I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk, tell them the bad ones. But uh, yes, all I will say is if you can give us a five-star rating, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated because we're really, really desperate for those and again on our previews before we put out the show we want emails i'll say that again emails <laughs> because we've been doing that recently so and we've had some fantastic emails so far so if you can it's info at newcastlefanstv.com am i right in saying that sam yes you are sir so there you go so make sure you email us and we'll read them out from 2023 onwards it's down there Sorry, just pointing while you were talking at the, the email address. <laughs> but yes, well, again, thank you for having me, lads. And uh, yeah, get in touch. And don't forget to drop a like on the video if you haven't already, you know, for that wonderful quiz that I'm sure you all participated in. Uh, and subscribe to the channel, again, if you haven't already, for some fantastic content that we endlessly put out here on Newcastle Fans TV. Every video is a good one, I'm sure you'll agree. Um, and stay subscribed to the Greenwood and Mulner show for... Um, updates and obviously follow you on twitter i as well i imagine guys if you want to i mean it's very dull but you know some people do it if that's your bag yeah (laughs) okay well i think it's best to end things before tempers flare and boils over here um but yeah yes thank you matt thank you matt it's been an absolute pleasure i can tell by your face johnny you've enjoyed this (laughs) sam not so much to, uh, it, it, it's it's the taking part, but yeah, more shows in 2023 and no more quizzes. 
Actually, yes, more quizzes. I can't le let him le just win the only one we do. So, yes, yes, more next year. But, yes, Merry Christmas, everyone. Tell you, I'll, I'll let you do Matt, do, 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 do an outro in the style of a BBC One voiceover. Oh, um, and if you want to check out more episodes of the Greenwood and Mulliner Show, you can head to uh, Spotify and check out Greenwood. They search the Greenwood and Mulliner Show. Other streaming services are available, of course. That's, that's as good as you're going to get because we don't really do outros and voiceovers. So. Good enough for me. Thank you, everyone. Love you. Bye. Merry Christmas. Newcastle Fans TV. The Greenwood and Mulliner Show is proudly sponsored by Casa San Lorenzo Gosforth, the best Italian cuisine in the Northeast. Reserve a table today on 0191 213 0399 or visit casasanlorenzo.co.uk.